hi and hello welcome to the planting the seeds show i'm james edward lamb the third your host bringing you seeds from god's word and i want to thank you for joining me today as i plant some seeds into the soil of your heart only to let the holy spirit do the rest how am i going to do that with words of praises scriptures and phrases of course my one and only goal is to do these things for my lord and that is to exhibit him to put my lord on display to show you what i see in him i want to expose him for who he is which is that awesome power he possesses his pure greatness with a capital g because he's that almighty powerful living yes you heard that right i said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind, his enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for. Great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimonously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Yes, Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, precious day. Oh, Lord, we just had a 
Thanksgiving Day went by, when every day is Thanksgiving, I thank you every day. We thank you every day. We should thank you every day, because every day you do so much for us, Lord. And I thank you and I praise you for life, health, strength. Thank you for wonderful mercy. Thank you for beautiful sacrifice. Thank you for the day that is precious, that we will rejoice. This is a day that you have made, and this is a day that we will rejoice and be thankful in it, glad in it, rejoice in it, Lord Jesus. We're not going to sorrow in it. We're going to rejoice in whatever day it is, Lord Jesus. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to pour into me as I pour into this show. Father, I thank you, Lord. Thank you for the power to knock the devil's block off in the mighty name of Jesus. He's not wanted here. His access is denied here. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, as we build on your kingdom edification, Lord, for building kingdom-minded people, Lord Jesus. We thank you. We give your name all the praise. We give your name all the glory because it's yours. You deserve it. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful, matchless, precious name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Say amen, everybody. Say amen. Listen, we just had, a, what's today? It is Saturday. We just had a Thanksgiving on Thursday, right? How many had something to eat? Say thank you. How many had some place to live? Say thank you. How many had a bathroom to use? Say thank you. How many had clothes on your back? Say thank you. How many of y'all are breathing? Say thank you. <laughs> How many of you are walking? Say thank you. I was in the hospital. My mother-in-law, Madame Bernard, took a, 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 she was throwing up. It's a gallbladder. So we was in the hospital. Me and my wife was in the hospital on Thanksgiving Day. But we're thankful. You know why we're thankful? We who cares about the dinner? Who cares about all of that good stuff? We was thankful because my mom is doing good. My mother-in-law, she's alive and well. She was in pain, but we thank, thank you that the pain, thank you, Lord, that the pain subsided. You know, we thank you, Lord, for, for sparing her life. We thank you. Lord Jesus, for all that you're going to do, the healing that you've given her, because she is healed in Jesus' name, right? My brother, he, Darren, my brother Darren says, she's healed in Jesus' name. He'll call out his wife's name, and, and that's what I'm going to do. Madam Bernard is healed in Jesus' name because she is healed. That's why he shed his blood, because... He loves us and he provides us healing. <laughs> what did he say? 
the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. You should not want to be. You shouldn't be out there wanting to be healed. You are healed. Right? So listen. I give God thanks and praise. Was at the hospital all day. And uh, my boy Jerry and his wife, Irveline, they came by. And we just started singing hymns and and songs and, and, and the lady in the next room, in the next next bed, her name was Miss Freeman. We're going to pray for her because she's diabetic. And as we were praying, when we as we were singing, after we finished singing, she was, you know, clapping her hands. And then she was singing with us when we were singing, Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. She was singing along with us. So then after we finished singing, then we read Psalms 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? And she was quoted along with us. So thank you, Lord, because all things work for good for them that love the Lord. So now we was able to witness and minister to Miss Freeman. Amen. We was we was able to sing songs and she was able to join in with us. So God, we don't know what the Holy Spirit, what God has planned for this lady, but it's through our testimony and our worship in the midst of my mother-in-law being sick, in pain. But guess what? Out of all of this, my mother-in-law was singing. She was giving God's praises. She sang the mighty power of God that made heaven and earth. She, you know, I don't know the words, but she know the words. She was singing regardless, right? So that just goes along with the title of the show today, right? I'm not going to say it as of, as of yet. I'm going to go through our affirmations, right? Because Lamentations 3, 23 said, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, right? Hebrews 9.22 says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Hmm. I know my mother-in-law, she she probably, this is a scripture that she probably take to heart right now where it says, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. I know she's trusting in him. I know she got her hands in his hands. I know she's like, <laughs> Lord, whatever, it's well with my soul because this is a lady who loves the Lord. And I tell you, <laughs> this lady, 84 years old, skin smooth, hair, full head of hair. Oh, my God, this lady is wonderful. And she loves the Lord. She calls the Lord her Savior. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So listen, 
Psalms 118, 8, it says, It's better to trust in the Lord than put confidence in man. Even though the doctors was there, they took x-rays, they've given her IV, taken blood. We put our trust in God, not in man. Huh. Second Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All, 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 all scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So I know she have that scripture that says, By his stripes I am healed. <laughs> I know she has that scripture deep inside of her where it says, If you ask anything, <laughs> you know the scripture that says, Say to that mountain, Be thy removed, cast into the sea. You know, this is only a little setback when she get in the hospital and she's going to tell people about the goodness of her Savior, you know. And being, that being said, today is Planting the Seeds show number 150. Yes, 150, right? And the name of the show today, the name of the topic of today's show is not a ritual but a relationship huh mom has a relationship with god because she calls him savior she got a a, a personal name for him it's like when 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 you know people say oh he's lord and he say oh he's god god is the title right cuz we know god is god jehovah is the relationship matter, which makes it personal. Then he has so many other names. Emmanuel. He has Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shalom. Right? Yeah, I'll be missing on our Tuesday Bible chat Zoom. A young lady named Zipporah, she says, God is her Emmanuel because he's always with her the other day the, then the next week the, Tasha said Jehovah he's her ex nilio because he makes stuff out of nothing right the other brother he says Jehovah Shalom says God is our peace right so it's like God is in a relationship with these people and these people are in a relationship with God because they personalized it. And I don't know about you that's out there listening to the sound of my voice that you have a personal relationship where you might call him my provider. You might call him my my Lord. You might you might call him my 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 all in all. You might call him my healer. You might say all that. He is all that. Right? So so to you, you know that this is not a ritual. This is a relationship. You know, you, you say, okay, oh, man, I got to go to oh, this church today. Oh, man. I, oh. That's 
being a ritual because now you don't really want to do it because you you would look forward to going to church. Oh, man, I was glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. But then now you said, oh, God, it's church today. Oh, because you, you know it's a, a, a ritual. It's not a relationship because if it's a ritual, then you would say, I didn't get my suit ready because you don't want to go. Relationship is like I got my stuff ready by such and such day of the week, the middle of the week. You getting your stuff ready for the next week because you you want to get and be in the house of the Lord with the saints of God, with other soldiers. You get there and you say, you know what? Oh, my God. Let me power up. Let somebody encourage me. I can encourage somebody else. But the whole main idea is that you're going to church to meet God. You're not going to church to see Sister Sally and meet Brother John. No, you're going to church to, to see and meet God. You want to feel his presence. You want to hear a word from him, his lips. That's the reason why you go to church. That's the reason why you have this relationship. It's not a ritual where you say, okay, let's see, I got to go, I got to do this, and I got to do that, and oh, I got to do that, oh, I got to do, what, five Hail Marys, and, and I got to do the sign of the cross four times, and I got to do this. And I, no, you just go to Jesus and say, Lord, have your mercy on me. Yeah, I hit hard. You know where I was going. You you know who I'm talking about. You know, with the beads and everything. And, and you got to go and you got to, you know, bow down to a certain part of the sun and, and this and that. And, you know, I know where I'm going. I'm not just going to be specific and make mention names. But God is a God that you can say, Lord, I need you. And he's already there. Lord, forgive me. And you are forgiven. Lord, heal me, and you are healed. You just have to have belief. Jesus Christ said himself he couldn't do many miracles he couldn't do because of people's unbelief. So what are you believing in? Are you believing in the relationship that you have with God? Or is this a a ritualistic formality that you go through? The, the 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 Jewish guys on the block when it's a certain holidays and they have to put on their suits and the hats and the, and everything and a long black coat they'll say one of my friends he'll say he said oh man I can't wait till this is over so I can. I was like why is this your holiday it's a Jewish holiday he said oh so I can take this off that's the only reason. What about the significance of what you're celebrating? Hmm. Wow. Hmm. We celebrate Easter. Easter is, man, Christ rising. Christ going to the cross. He dying for us. Taking our sins as that ultimate sacrifice. Covering it under the blood. Then he rises with all power in heaven and in earth. 
That's what he's done. That's what we celebrate. And we and we thank you and we thank God and we praise him because of that. Because without that, we would still be lost. Hebrews 9.22 says that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. We'd still be out there slaughtering animals, sacrificing them for our sins. And then afterwards, then we we leave the temple. Then we go back home. Then our wife says something to us. And then we say something to the wife we know we shouldn't be saying that we got to go get an, another lamb. The lambs be hiding from you. They be like, oh, here he comes, man. Come on, move. He didn't sin. Move. They hiding from you. Where is that goat? I just, I, where is that? perfect goat. you know the one that's 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 not perfect the one that's imperfect he's like yeah man he getting ready to come get y'all man <laughs> yo y'all better look out <laughs> yo he's sinned man and then he might be snitching yo man he over there go over there get him over there shut up man thank god we ain't got to do that because then we wouldn't have no more animals in the barn. So God provided a way so he can say, I forgive you. He said, it is finished. Right? So when he said, it is finished, then it was like, okay, then now all we have to do is get on our knees and say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Hallelujah. And, 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 I do that all the time. I don't willfully sin, but I thank God that I, I, I can go to him and say, Father, forgive me for all my unrighteousness. <laughs> That's the relationship matter. It's not the, the ritualistic where you got to go and, okay, let's do this. No, I have a relationship. Do you have a relationship with your Savior, the God of this universe, the one who loves you with an everlasting love. Hey, listen, <clears throat> Isaiah 29, 13, this is what the Lord say. And so the Lord says, these people say that they are mine. They honor me with lips, but their hearts are far from me. And their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules learned by rot. R-O-T-E. This is the NIV, NLT translation, right? And R-O-T-E, root, rot, however you want to say it, it means mechanical or habitual repetition, something learned to recite. Okay, let's say, let's do this, let's do that. Oh, you forgot, you forgot, you don't do it this way. Oh, I forgot, this is how you do it. It's something that's learned. It's not real, it's fake. It's hypocrisy. It's counterfeit. <laughs> you're an entertainer, you're an actor if you're trying to act like you love the Lord and you really don't. Bible says, see, ritual 
or relationship. The Bible says, how can a man say he loved me? He ain't never seen me before, but he hates his brother. It means he's a liar, right? Ritual relationship, right? Then we look at David in Psalms 145 and 1, 2, and 3. But before we go through to that, let's go back to the children of Israel. Children of Israel was, they told the prophet, we want a king. We want a king. They didn't want God to rule them. They didn't want God to tell them what to do. They wanted a man just like everybody else. They didn't want to be different like every like 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 set apart. They wanted a king like all the other people had. And the prophet told him, he says, Listen, the king is gonna tax you, the king is gonna do this, the king is gonna do that. And they said, We don't care, we want a king. God said, Hey, listen, I'll give him a I give him a king, I give him a man king. And that's why you have the kings that when he put in place, some of them had a relationship with God and they did good in God's sight. They didn't worship no idols. They worshiped the true living capital G-O-D. Then you had some kings. After that king died and the next king would step up, then he would say, and God would say, oh, this king did evil in the sight of God. And then it's like, well, okay, if he did evil in the sight of God and you're the son of the last king, you wasn't watching or learning from your dad because you did what you want to do. You're not doing what God is telling. God showed the dad. God wants you to worship him. He said in in, 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 in the Ten Commandments. Thou shall have no other God before me. I am a jealous God. I am the one. He, he, he established who he is. I am the one who brought you out of Egypt. I am the one that I want you to have a relationship with. I am the one that, that you need to call when you are in trouble when you need me because that fake dead little G God, when you call on him, he's just going to be sitting there like this. <laughs> if you, you, you know you can't see me, so he's sitting there like this. <laughs> he's frozen. He's just sitting there like a stiff. <laughs> Cat can't hear you. He can't hear you because he's dead. Bible say he has ears, he can't hear, eyes he can't see, mouth he can't talk. And guess what? He has a nose but he can't breathe because he's not alive. He's dead. <laughs> it ain't like he was alive, did he? No, he was never alive. And then the Bible said those who made it is worse off than the statue. Rituals. Worshipping statues is a ritual. Worshipping God is a relationship, a real relationship with God. 
right? Then we look at look at our boy David, right? Bible say David is a man after God's own heart because he had a relationship with God. Imagine God, imagine David and God. David was a a, a sheep. He used to watch sheep, and he's sitting out there, out there with the sheep, and he's looking at the sunset. He's looking at the sunrise. He's looking at the, the trees budding and growing and the grass growing. You know, when he take the, 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 the sheep to, to graze, he's looking at them eat the grass. And then a couple of months later, the grass grow again. Wow. Who was orchestrating that? God, didn't he really takes them down to the still waters for them to drink, for them to get something to eat. He's looking at that water that's just coming down crystal clear. And the sheep is just drinking that water, and it's like, wow. Who can do that but God? I can imagine a nice little breeze is going, and he, he's laying down in the, in the field, with them and he's the the sheep is just nah nah they just just there then the 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 fur is growing on the sheep and then he you know you cut the fur on you can use that for a blanket whatever a coat whatever <laughs> God is amazing so when you you have a relationship with God. You realize how amazing that he is. Just like you have a, a relationship with a friend, a wife, you know. Me and my boy Jerry, we always talk and we always, I, and, and it's a relationship. He calls me, oh, what's up? What do I do? I call him, yo, how you doing? He calls me, hey, man, how's everything? How's your mother-in-law? Hey, how's your wife? How's this? How's this? We talk because we have a relationship. It's not a ritual. It's like, okay, okay, let me call him at 5 o'clock. Okay, 4.58. Okay, 4.59. 5 o'clock. Hey, um, Jerry, it's 5 o'clock, so let's do our our daily talk. Or No, I call him in. In the morning and call him in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, hey, James, I'm outside. Hey, 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 Jerry. You know what I'm saying? It's a relationship because we're not ritualistic. It's not like, okay, we're not robots. Thank you, Lord. We're not robots. We're human beings. So now, David had this relationship with God. Psalms 145 and 1, 2 and 3, it says, I will exhort you my God and King. Now, if you didn't have a relationship with God, you wouldn't be calling him my God and King. And then he says, and praise your name forever and ever. No, you'd be like, okay, I can't wait for this King to die. I can't wait for this. Man, listen. I remember when I used to work in corrections, and I remember when certain 
housing areas. They would get an officer that's there, and, and they'd be like, oh, man, I can't wait till your tour is over. <laughs> I can't wait till your tour is over. Oh, man, she's back again. He back again. Oh, man. But then if, you, if you're if a good officer and you have a good standing relationship with the inmates, a good standing relationship with a boss, a good standing relationship with a pastor or, or, or elder or anybody, when the time, the time go by so fast and then when it's time to go, they be like, oh, man, it's time for you to go already? He finished, he finished preaching already? No, I don't want him to stop preaching. Preach your own preacher. No, I don't want the Bible study to stop because you're learning so much because it's a it's a beautiful thing. It ain't like you're sitting there like, oh, okay. <sighs> he paid the tuition, so I might as well learn this. No, this is something that you want because because of love. Relationships have to have love in it. Even a business relationship. You 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 love your business partner. <laughs> I used to drive the bus, school bus, and I had a May a May. What no? What they call it? What was it, Lord? I had a the 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 what they call them when they they get on the bus. Help me, Lord. A maid. I think it was a maid. I'll I'll stay with maid for right now. And um, and they would they would I would pull up to the bus stop, I would pull up to where the house and the kids was coming. And she would she would get off the bus, and she would take the little kid by the hand, and she would bring him on the bus, and she would strap him in. Right, and our relationship was wonderful, and you know why it was wonderful? Cause we both. Love the Lord. When we first met, it was like you, you could see it was some type of tension. So we get on the bus, and I said, hi, I'm Lamb. Uh, you know, I'll be your driver. And she says, well, I'm Corral, Corral from Panama. Corral, not Coral, Corral. And what happens is that we are, uh, Get on the bus, and I don't think she was, she wasn't feeling me at first, and 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 and, and she says, "Why are you going this way?" And I says, "Oh, because this is the only way I know. Is it another way?" She said, "Yeah, you could have went down that block and went there." And I says, "Okay, we'll try that way tomorrow." You know, I can see how. Attention lightened up. Oh, he's willing to to work with her, work with me. So then my phone rang. My wife called me, and, and, and it says, I surrender to you, holy, holy, holy. That's what the angels say, God, oh, my God. Oh, I can't remember. And what happened, she was like, oh. So she says, um, brother, are you a Christian? And I said, yes. I said it with some enthusiasm. I said, yes, I am. I said, I love the Lord with all my heart, mind, soul, everything, energy. And then now, boom, 
she said, hey, brother, I love the Lord, too. And, you know, it'd be days when we would be on a bus. There wasn't no kids on the bus. And we would be praying, praising God, talking to the Lord on the bus as we drive, talking about his goodness and his mercies. We, we living as if we have a relationship. It wasn't like we was living in front, one way in front of each other. And then afterwards, then we lived another way. No, the relationship that we had with God, it wasn't a ritual. We didn't have a form of godliness because we wasn't denying God the power to change us. We had a relationship. See, that's what happens when we have a relationship. God changes us. When we have a relationship, it's like we have a relationship with the Father. And your father says, don't do that. Your earthly father. And he says, don't do that. That's not right. I don't like way when you do that. That makes you look like this. That makes you look like the world. Don't do that because that makes you look like such and such and such. And we say, okay, daddy. Okay. So what happens is that now... We're not being forced to do this. So now the tensions is, 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 is eased and we have a, a, a happy relationship. It was like, uh, man, when she went down, she had fell and, and, and hurt her ankle. So that's a hard replacement. How can you replace somebody that you have a great relationship with? How can you replace a God that is all that you need with something that can't do nothing for you? Right? My partner went down and she was gone for the rest of the season, for the rest of the, 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 the semester. He was giving me this person, that person, this person, that person. This person get on the bus and they were sleeping. This person would get on the bus and they was on the phone. This person would get on the bus and, and, and they was doing whatever. Kid is sleeping. Ah, kid, I'm sorry, kid is crying. Ah, ah, and I says, um, are you going to check that out? And the kid and the lady said, oh. Like, that's what you're supposed to be doing, watching the kids. I never had to do that with Coral. Because she had a relationship with the kids. It wasn't just only a paycheck. She had a relationship with the kids. And that's the thing about it. David had a relationship with God. He had a relationship with God. He says, great I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. 145 verse 2. 3 says, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Now, when you have a relationship with God, then you see and you recognize what he can do. 
you take the time out to say, well, let me see what God is all about. Let me see what the, he's, he's doing. Oh, my God. I was in Aruba one time. I was like, oh, my God, look how the water is so clear. Look how the water, when you go further out, and they, 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 they like one water, one side is one color, and other water is another color. How, who can do that? God, look at the sun. And you, you can see the sun and the moon at the same time in Aruba. You're looking at, they, we had, uh, uh, the hotel we had, they had this Makor parrot. You know, the parrot, red, blue, red, white, and blue. And uh, and the parrot says, hello. <laughs> and you put the parrot on you and you can take a picture with the parrot. You know what I'm saying? The parrot is, is talking to you. Ain't, that, ain't God awesome? They had the little little lizards just just hanging around <laughs> ain't God awesome who who can think of making a creature like that right who can think about making think of making or, or the blueprints of making a monkey creating a monkey but then now you you're looking at God and you say oh my god that's so awesome that's what David did. He was looking at everything that God had made and he was just giving him praise. I tell God all the time when I wake up in the morning, it's not a ritual, but it's a relationship. When I get up in the morning and I say, Lord, I'm only up because of you. And I thank you, Lord. Lift my arms to the hills in the air and I say Lord I thank you for the strength because I couldn't have I, 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 I might not have woken up but God allowed me to wake up <laughs> you know and then you figure David's reason to praise God is, 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 is it don't depend on his circumstances he praises God because God alone is worthy of praises he praises God because of his grace and his compassions. Do you praise God because of his grace and his compassions? Because like, like it says in my affirmation, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. <laughs> he praises God because it is through God none that salvation can be found. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. <laughs> no man cometh to the Father but by me. So you have to be grateful and thankful. You got to have a type of relationship, to, to, to uh, uh, a good standing relationship, a loving, wonderful relationship with with God with Jesus the Son and the Holy Ghost so you can enter into the kingdom of God you're not going to get there in the ritualistic because I saw this thing on on social media they somebody posted a picture of this lady standing in front of God and he and he, and he says uh well, what have you done and 
your life. And she said, well, I'm a good person. You can ask my pastor. It was like a comic book. You can ask my pastor. And he says, depart from me. I know you not. <laughs> if you have a relationship with God, you're not going to ever hear them words, depart from me, I know you not. You know that song says, draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to thy cross where thine has died. So when you have a, a, a relationship with Christ, you, you're being drawn near. Your thirst for God is, is, is the appetite is being more and more, is being opened. Worldly things is being shut down. You're like, uh-uh, no, no thank you. Mm-mm. Nope, don't want none of that. Psalms 1, 45 and 8 says, You're kind and tender, harder to those who don't deserve it. <laughs> and very patient with people who fail you. Your love is like a flooding river, overflowing its banks with kindness. <sighs> man, oh man, think about that. Your love is like a flooding river overflowing its banks with kindness. Wow. Think about what God has done for you. Saints of God, soldiers, he protected you from hurt, harm, and danger. I give God praise and thanks for what he did for my daughters. Three Wonderful, beautiful daughters and a granddaughter, keeping them, watching over them. I can't do it, so I put them all in God's hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the relationship that I that we have, that I have with God. Thank you for the relationship that I have with God so I can tell people, you know who my father is? <laughs> relationship when you can spread and you can spread God's love by just being nice to people. Hi, how are you? Asking people, how are you? Hi, hello, how you doing? Have a nice day. God bless you. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your weekend. Hi, how you doing? I speak to people so much around the job that that they know my name. Hi, James. Hi, James. Hi, James. And I'm like, hey, yeah, because yeah, I don't know all of the names. But it's like, hey, even the little kids, there's a school next to where I work at. And a little kid saw, saw me on Sabbath. He said, hi, James. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know? But it's like, you spread the love of the relationship of the person that you're in. Me and my wife was in Western Beef. We met this lady. Her name was Eva, Eva Dozier. Now, the type of relationship that me and my wife have, she knows me. Now, Ms. Eva Dozier was a little lightheaded, and she was standing in the middle of the aisle, 
And my wife says, excuse me, can I get by you? And she scooted over a little bit. My wife squirts by. So my wife went back down that aisle, and she said, so you okay? She said, I'm all right. And she says, then why are you in the same place? She said, I'm a little lightheaded. Now my wife, knowing me, she said, James, call me over. And she says, help this lady. She's a little lightheaded. And I said, here, sit down on this crate. I sat down, introduced myself, right? I told her, I said, my intentions is strictly Christian, loving. I serve God. I love him with all my heart, mind, and soul. Allow me to help you. And she confirmed that she knew God. <laughs> and we formed a, a relationship with this lady. 92 years old. We formed a relationship with this lady until she died. We helped. We, we made sure she got home. We made sure somebody came to her house we didn't go upstairs made sure somebody that she knew that she called that came opened the door and took her upstairs and what she said she says I don't want to lose y'all she said give me your number she said I don't want to lose y'all and we formed a, a, a bond I took her to a, a, her, her doctor's appointment. I took her to get something to eat. And, and uh, this lady, she fell. She hit her head. She had blood on her, her brain. And she was only living by herself. And they had to put a trach in her, in her throat. And, and we... <clears throat> excuse me and and they had to put her in a nursing home because there wasn't nobody there to watch her so I made sure every day I went to the nursing home to find this lady to spend time with this lady they shipped her from one nursing home to this nursing home to that nursing home to this nursing home and I followed her everywhere she was in Bellevue Hospital and she was in in uh, this hospital, in St. Barnabas Hospital, then she went to that hospital. I followed her everywhere because we had formed a relationship. It wasn't a ritual. I said, oh, boy, <sighs> let me go over here and find this lady. No, it was a relationship. I was glad to go see her. And, and when I would go to see her, I would say, Lord, come with me as I go see Miss, Miss Doja. And you see, it's a beautiful thing how her, her face would light up every day when she would see me, when she would see the Lord resonating in me. And she would light, light up. And she would reach for me and, and, and grab my hands. You see, this is was, this was what relationship is all about. When, when the Savior is reaching his hands to you, and you grab his hand, 
And it's like, wow. And you're like, wow. God is love. You know, you reach your hand to somebody and they, they, they pull their hand back. But God would never do that. He would always extend his hands to you. He would always have a, a wonderful, beautiful, precious, blessed relationship with you. But it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> we all know the story about Judas. Judas walked around with, with Jesus, saw what Jesus was doing. And he gave Judas power to cast out devils, heal sick, and that's what Judas was doing. Can you believe it? But then what Judas did, he betrayed Jesus with a kiss. He got tied. Oh my God, because he wanted Jesus to have his kingdom on this here earth. Because he figured that, oh, Jesus has his kingdom on this earth. I'm going to have a nice little spot. I'll probably be head of treasury. I'll probably be the richest disciples there is. The other disciples worrying about who should be the greatest. Judas was like, yeah, y'all can be the greatest. But if God establishes his kingdom on this here earth, I'm going to be the richest. Because he was already stealing from them. He didn't have the relationship with them. He was just going along with them. Would you say that's a, a ritual? Would you say that people get up and go to church in a ritual format and then when they leave church, they're not leaving different. They're going, they're leaving church the same. They come in one way and then they go home the same way. Wherein if you have a relationship, you go in one way and you leave a different way. When you go in and you say, well, Lord, I want to learn something today. Lord, bless me. Teach me something. And the pastor say something and you'd be like, oh. Oh, my God. And it just opens up. It speaks to you. Because that's the relationship that God has with you. Because when he, he said, ask and it shall be given. So you ask God, Lord, I want to be blessed today. Help me to bless somebody. <laughs> legalism. Let's talk about legalism for a little bit. You follow the letter of the law to the to the point. Oh, thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt, thou shalt. Remember, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. And then you do all of that just like the Sadducees and the Pharisees. You do all of that with no love. You do all of that like that rich man, rich young ruler, right? And the only reason why we know he was rich because... When he says, good master, I do this. I follow the letter of the Lord. I do this. I do that. And he probably was extinct, distinguished, and he probably had, 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 had good looks. And I do this. I do that. You know? And uh, what lacketh I? 
God says, do this and do that. I've been doing that since I was young. He said, I got something for you, big boy. Here, try this on for size. Sell everything that you have, give to the poor, and follow me. What? Is he crazy? Is he kidding me? You want me to do what? And he went away sorrowful because he didn't want to give up all his riches. That's what the Bible says. He didn't want to go give up his riches because he had so much money. Now, is it a relationship? Because if this God of your salvation, if he's good master, right, and he's putting down a role model that you should follow, so why not do as he say? Why not have that relationship? He could have been a great disciple. He could have been a, 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 a great person to preach the word, you know. Look at Paul. Paul went down as one of the greatest apostles because I guess Paul recognized and he realized that God could have killed him. He said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? He could have been struck down, wiped off the first face of the earth. But God, in his infinite mercies, gave him a chance. See, God, in his infinite mercies, infinite, I'm sorry, mercies, give us a chance. Give us a chance after chance after chance. Lord, forgive me. We fall away like I did. Fall away. We come back. I said, Lord, forgive me. And he says, okay, come on, son. <laughs> Tell you a story about two, 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 two young men, right? Two young men, they're friends. They have two different fathers, two different families, right? They both get in trouble. One of them runs from the father. One of them run to the father. And he says, yo, man, what are you doing? Why are you going to your father? Oh, I got to tell my father. Because my father loves me. He's going to tell me how to get out of this trouble. The other friend says, no, nah, I ain't going to tell my father. I don't have that type of relationship. But the other one says, I do. I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> so like we go through this ritual of it's Easter. So Easter, let's put on our Sunday best. Oh, no, no, I got to buy, I got to buy a new suit. Got to buy a new dress. Got to buy me a new hat. Buy me some new shoes so I can go to church and look good. Ha ha, look good, right? Look, I see you, you see me, you see me, right? And, and, and you leave the same way. 
when you got people that come to church for and 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 the Holy Ghost convict them and, and and he says, Come down, give the Lord your and they go down to the heart and they, they go down to the altar and they give the Lord their heart and they leave a changed person. They 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 leave having a relationship, starting a relationship with the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And you say, oh my gosh. And then people will be saying, oh man, the scoffers and the naysayers will say, man, Jesus has been coming back since my great, great, great grandmama. He ain't came back yet. He ain't coming back. He's a fake. That's a fake God. That's the white man's God. And listen, he, this and that, all the negativities. But God's word is true. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken, and shall he not make it good? He also said, let not your heart be troubled. He believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. And where I am there, you shall be, you shall be also. So he's went to prepare a place for me and you. He's going to prepare a place for everybody who he has a relationship with. Because you can't marry somebody that you don't have a relationship with. The bride is coming for the bridegroom. You can't marry somebody that you don't love. Even though people do it. Marry for business reasons. They marry because oh she's pregnant. All oh, this, <laughs> and then you got the the ones who who just say you know I don't even know why I married her. I just married her. No, when you when you love the Lord and you get into this relationship with the Lord and you give Him your your life, your heart, your mind, and your soul, you give Him your heart. You give him your mind. You not just say, okay, yeah. You giving him something that's precious to you, which is your heart, and that's what he wants. He wants you, because he know once the heart he gets wants the heart, then the body, the rest will follow. <laughs> I tell you. Thanksgiving for mercies. We, 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 we have that relationship because we have Thanksgiving every day for mercies. Huh. If the heart be full of God, out of the abundance of that, the mouth will speak with reverence to his praise upon all occasions every day. No matter how busy you are, every day, Lord, I thank you. And on the work, Lord, I thank you. <laughs> Problems, troubles, Lord, I thank you. Because of the relationship that you have and you know that he hears you. So listen, I'm going to pray. I admonish you. 
to have a relationship with God, I admonish you to take those hypocrisy clothes off, take those entertaining clothes off, take that counterfeit clothes off and become real. Time for playing church is over. Give God your heart and the rest will follow. Have that relationship. That relationship, that relationship is wonderful. Having a relationship with God is awesome. And if you don't know God, try it out. Just try it out and see what he does. The rapper used to say, show me what you got. God will show you what he has for you. So let us pray. Father, we thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. I thank you for your love. I thank you for you having a relationship with us, with me, my family, those that's listening to the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, for just being able to be God of the universes because there's more than one universe out there. God of the universe. God that's creating things. God that he can destroy things. God that's controlling the, the forces of the world, the air, the sea, earthquakes, and all of that good stuff. And to know that I have a relationship with a God who can do all of that and to know that he loves me with an everlasting love that he loves me <laughs> before I was even born to die for me. The blueprint was already set. It was already made. He gave us the victory. The fight is already fixed. The fight is already won. So Lord Jesus, help us help those that are struggling to know that relationship with God means that we are victimonious. Relationship with God means that we've already won. Relationship with God means eternal life. Father, we thank you. And we just give your name all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory is yours. In Jesus' mighty matchless wonderful name, we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's my show tonight. I'm James Edward Land III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Write me a letter. Send me an email. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook, where every day I post the Word of the Day praises and encouragements. All this information is on my Linktree page, Planting the Seeds. Join me on the Bible Chat Zoom channel. I was talking about this earlier. We be having some great chats. Come on and join us. Come on, meet the family. I'm, in, I'm admonishing you. I'm inviting you. Come on down. Right? Every Tuesday. 8.15 p.m. where we sit down face-to-face -face in living color at the table with the king and the chef and the teacher 
who serves us delicious appetizers and meals where we chop it up and chew it up with understandings. Our menus is a word who became flesh and dwelt among us. Don't that sound yummy, tasty, right? The Zoom number ID is 760-916-0706. Passcode is 489FNI. Also join us on Thursday and Friday nights where and when the Victory Line is in session. Listen, the Victory Line in Jesus' name (laughs) is no joke. My brother Darren is the host. Join us and hear the truth. The number is 667-770-1557. The access code is 593-438. Also, join my praying sisters. Women be praying, y'all. Women be praying, guys. So join us, Friends Beyond Walls, on the Zoom Prayer Line channel Monday at 8 p.m. and Friday at 8 p.m. You don't have to turn the cameras on. All you got to do is just come on. The number is 379-598-0473. Password is 984917. Have a wonderful day in the hands of the Lord. And always remember this. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understandings. Proverbs 3 and 5. Philippians 4, 8, 9 says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, that are good reports, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Now to Ephesians 6 and 10. Listen, y'all need to adopt this scripture. Adopt it in your everyday life. Ephesians 6 10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Not yours, because you're not strong enough. <laughs> Love y'all. Have a great day. Happy holidays. <laughs>